Welcome back in to High School Hysteria here on ESPN 106.3. Your home for all things high school sports in the area. My name is Chris Coquel. I am the host of the show each and every week. Keeping us on the air each and every week is Joe Rigotti. Follow him on Twitter at jrigotti. I was about to say 106.3. That's not your title. It should be, though. It at should be. Jay Rigotti on Twitter or at Real Coach K for me, Chris Coquel. So I did a thing on Twitter the other day. I applied to be verified. No way. And I sent in the stuff because a lot of times it doesn't let you, but it actually let me apply. Okay. And I got rejected. Oh, no. I tried putting in that I was a journalist. It's okay. Jo- Josh Cohen's not, not even. But I'm technically a journalist. I report, but I. This is my mistake, I think. I report a lot of our high school breaking news at ESPN Top 63 where you can get all of it. Myself and Brian both do a lot of the reporting. And, you know, it's a whole team effort. There's other people involved. Brian yep. Rhodes, at B. Rhodes. But we always tweet it from the station account. I know. And not our own. And I'm wondering if I should have been selfish. I think you should be. At least you tweet it yourself and then retweet it on the page. Because that's you spreading the news. I know, but then I feel like I'm just trying to take credit for breaking news. You all, are you not? <laughs> no, I just want a blue check, and I don't even know why I want a blue check. I think I only want I don't even know if the blue check means anything to anyone anymore. It does. But I want it because I can't have it. Yeah. That's the only reason. I, I don't know if you know this about me yet, but I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> and if I get told I can't do something, that angers me. I get that. And I want to do it more. One thing that schools won't be able to do, thanks to our governor, Ron DeSantis, who has now banned critical race theory from all school classrooms. So we're now banning actual history that took place because it doesn't make people feel good. From our high schools. We want to move forward as a country, but without actually facing the truth. Teaching the past history doesn't blame the people in the present. And that's the argument I hear most against critical race theory is that it does. I didn't do anything. There's no slaves alive. I hear that as if... It hasn't trickled down and redlining didn't happen and segregation didn't happen and racism still doesn't take place on a daily basis anywhere you turn. So if you don't want to be blamed for what happened in the past, why are you fighting critical race theory? Why are you fighting the fact that there has been a systematic oppression that took place in this country? It still does. But this is about the past. This is about what's happened in America's past. And I hate to tell everyone we won't move past what happened in the past until we learn about it and we face it. Shine the light on it. Take it out of the dark. It's the same thing I say about the opioid crisis in America. Until it stops being mommy and daddy's dirty little secret about their kids or themselves, we won't get past it. Still, it's, oh, he had some other medical issue take place instead of just saying, Oh, no, we fell into the trap that millions upon millions of Americans fall into, but we avoid it and act like it's not there because we're embarrassed. We won't move past it. It's the same thing with this. I don't know how they're going to legislate it because you can teach all those same lessons without actually buying the programs and buying those lessons. Are teachers now going to get fired? Is this giving parents the platform to carry out and complain about their high school teachers? Probably. I used to be a social studies teacher. I was a math teacher for most of my career, but I went to school to be a social studies teacher. Best thing I ever did in life was learn about the true American history. 
thankful to the uh, history program at SUNY Cortland, one of my favorite professors there, was my American history teacher because they taught me things that I didn't learn in Northport, New York. They didn't teach us everything there. It's just sad that we're going to deprive our youth of certain elements of education because a political party doesn't like the way it shines the light on white people. I mean, that's what it is. Even though everything's based in fact, we just don't like the light it shines on white people. And I'm a white person, so if you want to get mad, get mad at me, whitey. I'm the one who said it. Chris Coquel at Real Coach K on Twitter. And I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for anybody else here at the station. I am speaking for me. It's an absolute embarrassment that this is happening in our high schools, that they are not allowing people to teach the true history of what happened because people don't like the way it hurts their feelings that people who were ancestors did these things or people who look like them did these things. We sure love to hold other stereotypes against other cultures and bring those back up all the time. But let's just keep pretending that this didn't happen. That'll solve the race problem. Absolute joke. Joe, before I get in trouble, let's hit the midterm exam open. We have reached the halfway point of high school hysteria on ESPN West Palm. Clear your desks. Take out your number two pencils and a sheet of paper. It is time for the midterm exam. And of course, the midterm exam is brought to you by the great people at HSS. You know what else, Joe? You know what goats love? Goats. No, goats don't love goats. Goats love Florida. You know <laughs> what Florida, Florida loves? loves goats. Florida does love goats. And now we have another for the past 11 years in a row. HSS has been ranked number one in the nation for orthopedics. They also have the lowest complication rates and readmission rates in the country. I was actually had the opportunity to meet with the fine people of HSS this week. And, oh, man, the things they have planned for our high school kids and some of the ideas they have, which I'm not allowed to unveil yet, it is going to up our athletics and just our lifestyle game in this area by a thousand percent their dedication to quality starts from the minute you leave the car till the minute you are fully recovered and then after that they stay with you and they make sure that you are fully getting through this process and you get back to not normal but you actually improve yourself after that's not just why hss is the choice for nearly every mlb nhl and nba and nfl team it's also because they treat the best in the world so that they can be good for the rest of the world Their spectacular new HSS in West Palm Beach offers state-of-the-art diagnostics, non-surgical treatment, physical therapy, rehabilitation, sports performance services, and more. How we move is why HSS is here. Learn more about their in-person or virtual orthopedic care with enhanced safety protocols at hss.edu slash Florida, hss.edu slash Florida. Locally, they are located at 300 Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach, Book an appointment online, hss.edu slash Florida, or call 561-657-4600, Check out HSS Florida today to receive unmatched level of expertise from diagnosis. I'm telling you, it comes before then. It comes from the minute you get there, from the minute you show up and you walk out of the car through treatment to recovery, and then I'm going to include it to improvement. Again, that's hss.edu slash Florida midterm exam here on high school hysteria. Me, Chris Coquel at real coach K on Twitter. Joe Rigotti's got the question for me. Follow him at Jay Rigotti question. Numero uno. Let's go. Many professional sports are implementing sponsors on teams. Jerseys. Would you be in favor of high school teams having sponsored jerseys to gain funding for their sports programs? 
Yeah, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, I have no problem with that. When I was a high school head coach, I didn't get funding, but I had our team shirts have either a sponsored patch on the shoulder yep. or the back. And I got one set of shirts for the kids that didn't have a sponsor on it, so they'd have that. But then, like, all our practice gear and everything else we wore and just extra shirts for the kids, the companies paid for them. Mm-hmm. They delivered them. So, like, it didn't cost us any fundraising. It cost the kids. And the kids would end up with like four or five shirts. I have no problem with that at all. I think this is fantastic. And I really do think this is something we could see in the next couple of years. Because look at all these sports that are bringing jer- uh, sponsors on their jersey. Like the NBA just did it. I, the NFL has talked about doing it. MLB has put more sponsors on the field now. It's just becoming a big thing. And I feel like high school sports are next. And this would gain so much funding for the teams, for better travel, better fields, better looking jerseys. There's just no good reason for this to not happen. And what you might be able to do is go to a Nike or a Reebok or whoever, or um, Under Armour is usually the other one, or Battle. Battle's a good company locally that yep. that does it. Tell them, hey, we're going to put a patch on here unless you kick in the jerseys for free, and sure. then now you're our sponsor. So any way you could take the cost off these coaches and these kids, I am all for it. Numero dos. A major topic around high school athletics revolves around the question about whether athletes prefer to play on grass fields or turf fields. Which do you prefer? Joe, have you played on either? I have played on both. On both. Which do you prefer? Grass. Grass, why? Because turf, I feel what like... What sport? I played baseball on both. Okay. I used to play baseball for fun in high school with all of my friends. But grass fields, they just feel so much less dangerous. And I've seen so many entries on turf fields. And the only, another thing that comes with turf fields is those beads that are under the grass. You get tackled, you're wearing a helmet playing football, you get a bead in your eye. You know how long it takes for that to get out and how irritated your eyes for the rest of the day? I just, I've, I've, I've been, I would take grass fields 11 times out of 10. I think a lot of people would take grass fields. I would take turf. I think it looks better on the game well, field. It, it looks better. It looks but... cooler. Your stadium's awesome. Also, it ends up being cheaper. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. The schools that have the money to put it out first. We saw Wellington just get one. Jupiter has one. Boca High has one. We have some turf fields in the area. Somerset Canyons just got one on their field. Nice. Um, It ends up being cheaper in the long run because you don't have to pay for as much maintenance. Yeah. Like the cost of water and mowing and relining and everything else and wear and tear and resodding ends up being more than what you paid for in the turf. So in a 10-year... If a school is smart enough to look as a 10-year plan, you can do a turf field cheaper. And they've gotten so much better with the actual turf field. It is a lot safer. It's not like we're at the vet in Philly with the cement oh, man. Yeah, sticking out of the, the holes there that people used to always get hurt. And I think I've also now seen in the coaching and commentating of games, knees blown on grass, knees blown on, on turf. Like, sports are just dangerous. You're going to get hurt. I see both sides, but I also can't stand when teams have turf fields that are like blue i just feel like that screws with the athlete's head you don't like that no it looks cool special if, turf. it looks cool if you're watching the game on tv or in person whatever but i just feel like playing on that would just confuse the heck out of me we had a really nice grass field when i was at saint john paul it was pope john paul before his promotion back when i was the coach and our grass was good i wanted to paint our lines black we just switched the uniforms they were really brown and yellow which to me, I was like, I really don't want to pee and poop alternate uniform. <laughs> like, that's what our uniforms oh, were. Yeah. Those are the colors. So I kind of went with like a black and gold type mm. thing for the uniforms with like a little patch of brown. And because I had to say I was including the, the, the school colors. Now they've moved on to blue. I don't really know how that works. But I wanted to put the lines in the field and make them black. That but would the, be so cool. The though. FHSAA said no, but I thought that was like a recruiting tool because I thought it would look awesome. 
And we did it for a spring practice, and it looked really nice. But I feel like that's a lot different than just having the whole field be black. If the, it lines, that's cool. The argument they had with me is you can't see the cleats. The refs can't see the cleats that's on the sideline. So I kind of understood. That's fair. Still lame. Number yeah. three. Boca Raton alum Chichi Gonzalez pitched against the Marlins last night in Miami. Would you be more confident or nervous to pitch in your homecoming? That's a good question. And, of course, you can hear Chichi Gonzalez next right here on High School Hysteria. That is a really, really good question. I've never – most of my family lives in New York. I've never done a radio show in New York. Yeah. Yes, they can listen on the stream, but it just feels so far away. Definitely. I think I'd want them there, though. I think I'd want to play in front of them. I think I would feel better. I don't think I'd feel nerves. I think I would... My family's also very dopey. Like, we deal with nerves or, like, funerals and, like, things that you should be nervous or sad or upset. We make jokes and laugh because just how we cope. You know, it's kind of the way we are in our family. And we try to get through things like that together. Honestly, same. So I feel like I'd be getting mocked while there, but by my... Like, the taunting I heard from the crowd would be, like, my brother and my mom. Uh-huh. I feel like I would be more nervous... But like before the game, knowing that family, friends are all there watching you, and that would just be in your head until the game starts. Then once the game starts, you get in your groove and you kind of roll with it. But I would say I'd want to obviously want to feel confident just because it's like this is this is you're here. You know what I mean? You grew up in this area. You played your sport. You're here. Now you're on the big stage. But it's just be so hard to work around the nerves. Chi-Chi talks about that a little bit in the next segment. Again, we taped that out during Kenlick Vic Alive. Make sure you download the Ken Vic Alive featuring Coquel Podcast and the High School Hysteria Podcast and the Evan Cohen Show Podcast and the Josh Cohen and the Home Team Podcast. Download them all wherever your podcasts are found. Numero cuatro. A recent MLB scandal has revolved around pitchers using foreign substances to gain a better grip on the ball. Should MLB crack down on this harder or let players use these substances for better competition? Whatever they're going to do, make your rule and stick by it. I hate baseball having rules and unwritten rules, and this is okay because Whitey Ford did it. And you know what I mean? I know. Passing back the generation after generation. Make the rule cool. Don't make the rule cool. I really don't care either way, but just be consistent and let me stop hearing about it. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way I feel. Like, they can talk about how they want to crack down on this. But until they actually do, and before middle end of game, they check the pitchers for these substances, nothing's going to change. You have to either go one way or the other. And for me, it would be so interesting to just have it legalized for both pitchers and batters. A batters be able to have a higher level of pine tar. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say steroids or PEDs. That's just that's something that should be banned. But choose, choose a side. The crazy thing about the steroid era is they weren't banned when they did the steroid. I know. But I still don't understand why those guys aren't in the Hall of Fame. Like, if you failed tests after the fact and they were illegal, sure. But the ones who did it during and were just saying, well, we think they did steroids. It's so dumb. I don't understand that at all. Would you use any of those enhancements if you were trying to – you're in professional sports. Would you use any of those things? Um, Like steroids? Or, or just like – Or spider tack? Yeah. Which I would. Um, both? Well, if I Probably both. That's what I always say. I, if I have a contract year coming up, like the Brady Anderson yeah. with the Orioles, I don't know if you remember him. No. He wasn't a big name. Like an average hitter, maybe nine home runs a year. Contract year, 50 home runs, was swole out of his mind. Got his big contract, came back to camp, like 30 pounds. And baseball contracts are guaranteed. So he clearly just cycled up for the one year and said, I'm going to get swole, hit all these home runs. He's my proof when people try to tell me it doesn't help you hit home runs. Hey, I have a name for you, Chris Davis with the Orioles. You think he was doing His it? contract year, he, I, I think he almost won MVP that year. I think he got, I think he got the batting title. 
I know. This whatever. guy hit like 40 homers, then signs a massive contract extension, had the worst year ever the next year. I feel so bad for him. I know. Things so, have so not sad. gone well for him. I would cheat. I used to cheat in Little League. <laughs> the hidden ball of course you did. The hidden ball trick when people, it was a little different. Kids would steal second, and I would, the ball would be thrown down from the catcher, but knucklehead kids never looked in. And this is what I'm older, so like this is why I was playing freshman ball at the school and running to practice after for Little League. So the kids at the Little League games, they didn't look in when they were stealing a base, so I would tell them it was a foul ball. And then when they would run back, I would tag them, and they'd be out. Nothing surprised me about you, Coco. And but then, I would do the same thing, so I can't talk. And then the league had a meeting and said, if I do it again, I'm thrown out. Oh, yeah. All Makes the sense. Times. That's cool. Sense. Yep. Kick me out of the league. Thanks a lot, Larkfield <laughs> Little League. I'm not holding any grudges. All right, that's the high school hysteria midterm exam brought to you by HSS, hss.edu slash Florida. Coming up next, Boca Raton alum. Chichi Gonzalez, Rocky starting pitcher. He's going to talk about what it was like to have family and friends at the game. He's going to talk about using grip as a pitcher and if a lot of pitchers in the league use said grip. All those answers from Chichi. Also, our trusted voice, Brian Rowe, it sits down with the new head coach of Olympic Heights. That's all here, so don't go anywhere. We got you till. Judging by my clock management now, 7.05, right here on ESPN 106.3.